Hey, everybody. Brian McCumber here from Tech Money Talks. I am really excited today because we have a very special guest on the podcast. We are fortunate to have Sean Mike Kelly, the founder of Jersey Champs, as a special guest on the show. And for those of us in e-com, you should know who he is because Sean's a hometown hero in e-commerce, has successfully launched an online branding apparel company, and his success story is so inspiring. If you don't know who he is, then you're missing out big time because Sean is a multi-million dollar producer in e-commerce and has grown to become a major influencer in this space. Sean continues to raise the bar, has been keeping it real. He's been keeping it real the whole time. If you're interested in starting an online business to make extra money, you better save this episode in your back pocket and listen to it over and over again because the stories and the tips you're going to learn here will give you the opportunity to quickly launch your own business to help your bank account grow fast. Sean has been absolutely killing it in e-commerce, creating custom jerseys for many celebrities and professional athletes and public figures. His products have been repped by awesome people like Mark Cuban, Clay Thompson, Russell Westbrook, Dwayne Wade, Logic, 2 Chains, 21 Savage, and Lil Yachty, many others. It's just so many. It's just really awesome. Sean has shared the stage with other e-com killers on multiple e-commerce events. And I know because a good number of them have been previous guests on the podcast. He has an awesome presence on Instagram, has been featured in magazines like Forbes, Entrepreneur, Huffington Post, and many others. Time is money and everyone's looking to get a piece of his time. And I'm so happy to have him on the show today. Sean, thanks for joining us, brother. How's it going? Wow. I'm doing well. Thank you for that amazing (laughs) intro. How was that intro? Was that good or what? Yeah, definitely the best intro I've ever seen. (laughs) That's great, man. Well, hey, you deserve it, man. Those are all your accomplishments for sure. Absolutely crushing it and and a real amazing story that I think is going to be so inspiring for a lot of people. So I was wondering if we could kick it off, maybe take a step back and and share your journey into e-commerce. Yes. So e-commerce. Wow. Um, I basically got into e-commerce from my father because when he was... uh, when I was growing up, he had an online book business. So he would sell books on like Amazon, eBay and stuff. And we would go to these book wow. sales together and I would help him like, he would buy bags of books and I'd help him just bring them to the car. He had a good eye for books and he would know if they were like valuable. And he made like a few million and this was on the side from his real job, his programming job. So I think that really inspired me because he was truly happy with e-commerce. He said he That's loved awesome. it way more than his actual job. And I think that was really inspiring to me early on. And then I started my own e-commerce store, Jersey Champs, about uh, five or so years later, freshman year of college. And I think he was a huge inspiration to that. Wow, man, that's really awesome. Actually, it kind of reminds me of me because I've been a techie since like the dot-com boom. And then, you know, also did a lot of online business in various forms, uh, drop shipping being one of them. And but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I think your father's story maybe kind of reminds me of myself kind of <laughs> doing the same thing because... I mean, the cool thing about it, especially in e-commerce is just like, you know, you know, building stuff out. And then when you see, you know, when you, when you get that first sale, you know, mm. the first sale is just kind of like the most awesome feeling in the world when yeah. you see something actually works. Right. And, uh, but maybe we could take a step back, like, uh, maybe share that journey, paint that picture for the audience. Like, you know, uh, you know, when deciding to actually get into that space. Yeah. So I sort of just started in my dorm room and I didn't go balls deep at first. I wanted to see if it would work first, of course. So I was still in college and I uh, just at the time, I think in 2016, Instagram was brand new to like shout outs and influencers and stuff. So that was the model I was using back then. Mm. And I would just uh, release a Jersey 
And I would hit up all the fan pages of that rapper or something and ask them to post this. Some of them would charge me money and then some of them would just want a jersey in return. So that's how I grew originally at first and then just slowly scaled from there. Wow. Wow. That's awesome. And what, what year was that? This was uh, 2016. So wow. Facebook were really good and influencers and shoutouts and all that were like really good as well. Yeah. Yeah. I remember like it was around that year when, uh, when really influencer marketing really started to take off and, uh, you know, maybe even touch on that. Like, you know, what was it like originally when, when trying to reach out to people and, you know, ask them to kind of, you know, promote, promote your brand? Yeah. So just through trial and error, I sort of figured out what worked and what didn't. Obviously when you're just starting out, it's hard to get responses because you don't have the brand and you don't have the followers. And, uh, you don't, you just aren't known. So most of them Uh on to like small brands. Um, but all you need is that one break. And then for us, that was logic. And then from there, wow. Picture of him holding the Jersey to get all the other rappers. So a few months later we got two chains and then we got 21 Savage from there. Because (laughs) that one, uh, like a list celebrity, you can get that and tell other people, yo, they sold this amount and we could do the same for you and you'll get a lot more responses man man that's just such an awesome story for sure and uh what what was the feeling like you know back then like did you have any fear to overcome because i know some people get uncomfortable with that as they're you know especially if they're just starting out and maybe they're working on their own brand Mm -hmm. you know you know there might be that fear of of reaching out to others so what was uh what was going through your head at that time when when trying to get that first break yeah i mean it's easier to reach out over um like instagram and email like you don't have Uh to be worried about it because you're not face to face you don't have to worry about if you get denied it's not that big of a deal yeah just make sure your shots and just get that one lucky break (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's a great story. And I remember, so uh, like I was mentioning that uh, I did a, a previous interview with Justin Wall and, and he was telling me that uh, that you guys uh, were kind of friends growing up uh, uh, through college and stuff mm. like that. Maybe if you could uh, share that share that story with the audience. Yeah, so he was in a fraternity and we would just work in his basement until like 3, 4 a.m. every day, just launching Facebook ads together, watching like Dan the Silva courses, Ezra Firestone. Wow. Yeah, it was, it was <laughs> amazing. And then to see where he's come like three, four years since then has been crazy watching his journey. Yeah, yeah. Man, that's cool. And uh, I mean, I think that's really awesome because I mean, even the way he described it, like uh, uh, you and your own group, even throughout there, I mean, and now fast forward to today, the level of success that you guys are are reaching uh, within your own business is just pretty awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe even describe that for the audience. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's surreal. I mean, he's already like a millionaire, I believe. And I was just reading an article last night about like when all these top CEOs became millionaires and he's like ahead of the curve. Like he's ahead of Mark, like all the big dogs. So it's crazy to see the power of Facebook ads and how it can impact like college kids. Yeah. Wow, man, that is just really cool. And uh, and that's cool how you laid it out. Like you were just like, you know, you guys working together, working on Facebook ads and stuff like that. And then now fast forward and you guys uh, each reaching that, you know, your own level of success and uh, and then still staying connected today, right? Probably still speaking on the yeah. same stage now at these major events. Yeah, he just threw one in uh, LA like a month ago, Underground Earners. So that was amazing. And yeah. we both- 
uh, Jersey now, and we're probably both going out to LA next year. So that's really funny. Yeah, yeah, really cool. Yeah, man, and and man, I was gonna be there for that event as as well, and I was just like. But I, I had a I had a meeting in Chicago and a chance to meet with John Collins, uh, who's the CEO of Stripe. Oh, one on one meeting with a billionaire. I was like, okay, uh, cannot pass this up. But definitely the next underground earners. And the same thing, I was talking to Jordan Welsh about it. I was just like, you know, man, the next definitely <laughs> the next event for sure. It's probably the best uh, event I've ever been to. Yeah, maybe uh, even uh, paint that picture for the eyes because I mean, I've I've been you know mentioning up up to this point. I was like, I would say it's probably the you know e-commerce dropshipping event of the year was that Underground Earners event. And maybe, you know, describe that for the audience, you know, what, that, what it was like for you. Yeah. So I go to like one or two events slash conferences a month. And me personally, I like the sort of um, relaxed sort of event that's in like a house or a mansion or something like that over at the typical conference in like a hotel. I just think everyone's more comfortable and people are like forming tighter relationships because it's a two day event instead of just like a one day conference. And they had amazing catering. It was unreal. Best food I've ever had in the event. And (laughs) from the place, you could see all of Hollywood Hills and LA. And the speakers were insane. I think there were three of them doing eight figures a year in sales. So high quality people, even the attendees, like some of them were doing better than me. It was blowing my mind. Wow, man. Yeah, that is just so awesome. And yeah, for the audience, I mean, this event was in a Beverly Hills mansion, right? So yeah. mansion in Beverly Hills and put together. And I remember the way Jordan was describing is like, I mean, it wasn't even like a, like, uh, and his intention was not to have like a whole bunch of people, but it's more like having a lot of the heavy hitters and mm-hmm. then the people who, who, who wanted to be there at that event. So it was like really close connection. Like everybody uh, had a chance to like really interact with each other. Right. Mm-hmm. Man. Yeah, it was a tight knit family and like all the speakers uh, showed up a day early and we all like bonded. We all went out every night. It was it was amazing. <laughs> yeah, they catch one story. As I think there was that one night you guys were like popping bottles and <laughs> signs holding up. And uh, that, that was like really cool. I was like, man, dang it. I missed. Uh... So, yeah, definitely be at the next one for sure. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm you had a legit reason. I mean, the CEO, <laughs> I want to hear more about that. Yeah, yeah, man, awesome for sure, man. Yeah. So I mean, Chicago is 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 starting to pop off and uh I mean, you know, my my journey into it like especially with with the podcast really over the past since the beginning of this year, I mean, I was fortunate to uh where the podcast was now being recognized as as like the number one dropshipping podcast by Player FM for 2019 and I was just like wow I wasn't even focused on drop shipping 100% of the time and I was like well let me just start focusing on it and then I started to to really get laser focused and all of a sudden things just started to skyrocket to mm. the point where following that you know just like you you know you hinted towards you know you're at events in your industry that you know at least two per month you said you know, I was in Chicago and I was like, all right, well, now that I'm focused on drop shipping, what events are happening in Chicago? I mean, Chicago's a major city mm-hmm. and there wasn't anything popping off. And I was just like, wow. So I was like, all right, well, well, let me create it. So, you know, decided to do that. I was thinking it's like the end of May, but long story short, started creating events. Now it grew to like over 120 members. And I would say about a third of them were like, you know, they're already living that laptop lifestyle, you know, crushing it in their own right 
was wanting something just like this. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, maybe another third were like side hustlers, you know, just kind of doing e-commerce on the side. And then another third that were just like, you know, hey, I want to get into the space. Mm. And uh, it was a really cool thing. So, you know, now it's popping off and, you know, we got another major event happening uh, towards the end of the, uh, actually this week, it's happening this week. We got a, a, a three-day event that that's happening. So it's going to be pretty cool. But, uh, and I was like, yeah, I was picking Jordan's brain and, uh, and, and others. Cause I was just like, you know, man, I love the way you guys did it right for the underground earners. I was just kind of picking his brains as far as, you know, what could we do to, to make sure that we're delivering value? Uh, yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm going there next week actually, if you're around. So that's cool. Hey, that's awesome, man. Yeah, for sure. We'll be sure to, to, to connect. Yeah, I'll definitely be around. Yeah. I'm not sure if it's your first time there, but if anything, I'll connect you with a lot of like, yeah, key parts of the city. Yeah, since freshman year of college for Lollapalooza, but that's it. Ah, okay. Yeah. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome, man, for sure. Yeah, well, definitely. Yeah, we'll be sure to connect. And if anything, maybe even put together an event, you know, for that, if you got an hour or two, we'll pull together yeah, people so if I've you been, want to meet. I've been having free events on the East Coast. I love it. So maybe we can have a quick one in Chicago if you know any venues. Yeah, for sure. No, I definitely got the space for it uh, to host. I mean, we're operating and this is even good for the audience to listen to as well as like um, we're operating out of what's called 1871, which is like the major tech and business startup hub in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's right off of the uh, River North and uh, just right in the heart of things. So it, it's the big, you know, major space for for technology and business and startups and all that stuff. So it's like nice. you know, all the amenities as, as far as space um, to to, you know, from large to, to small you know, it, it's all there for sure. So, uh, so yeah, we'll put something together, man. So yeah, that's awesome stuff for sure, that's man. Good, yeah, <laughs> that's great, man. So you know, one other thing that uh, that did uh, catch my attention, and her episode is actually coming out on Thursday, mm-hmm. which is Christiana Hurt, and oh. I remember, you know, both of you connected, and uh, you know, maybe uh, describe that for the audience, like, you know, what you guys are working on. Yeah, I'm trying to remember how we met. I think it was at a conference, ironically. Um, and then I approached her and I'm like, hey, like, I just I just purchased this page on Instagram, like, um, delicious or whatever. Yeah. And I was thinking, like, since I'm not in Miami or, or she lives in Orlando, I think. Maybe yeah, you Florida. can use this page to like get free food where you're at because I'm using it in Jersey and New York. And basically <laughs> what we do is we, um, we DM restaurants or have an assistant do that or email them. And we say, Hey, can you, we come in for a complimentary meal for two and in exchange, we'll post it on our page and help you with any social media marketing you need, like with your Instagram pages. And they seem wow. to really like that because a lot of these restaurant owners are, you know, on the older side. So they don't know this new era of marketing that they're not really teaching in college or whatever. So they need yeah. like a young millennial to come in there and do that for them. Man, that is just so awesome. And and yeah, for the audience, because I mean, the way that I caught this and I like the term that you guys use, which is called OG usernames. Maybe mm-hmm. even describe that for the audience. What that yeah, means. so Instagram's interesting. So there's value in just your username if it's a unique username. So what I did was like, I literally bought a bunch of them like, about a year ago and delicious was one of them. We also have edible and a bunch and I'm just sitting on them, treating them like an asset because they go yeah. up in value as uh, Instagram gets bigger and bigger. So 
one day a company might approach me and ask to buy it for a good amount. So we're just slowly growing them and just, yeah, doing that. Man, that is just so awesome. So, I mean, for the audience listening, you know, you know, you could see Sean's, you know, on the edge thinking outside of the box and here, you know, leveraging, you know, what, what they call OG usernames, so like the single word name in Instagram. And in this case, what Sean and Christiana are working on with Delicious, like you said, you guys are getting free food now just out of uh, branding for the Instagram name. <laughs> yeah. So I sort of realized like going over my expenses one month that I was spending like thousands on food and I'm like, all right, I really got to figure out a way to cut this down. And that oh, just wow. popped in my head because companies message my personal all the time and um, just random products and stuff. But I know yeah. food is like super useful. You need food, obviously. Really great stuff there. And you can see how, you know, you know, that type of uh, marketing and just being creative about it. Like just something could just pop off at a certain angle. I tell you, man, I'd say I, we're living at a really great time and maybe I'd like to get your thoughts on that. I mean, cause the, what I feel is like now, you know, at this point and, and I've been a tech and I've, I've done business, you know, since, you know, since the dot-com boom and, uh, but doing business, especially online business back then, you either had to be a techie or know somebody who's techie to be able to get into that space. Mm. Fast forward to today, you know, you know, you don't have to be technical. You could be more of the visionary as far as what you want to try. And, you know, the tools are available at your fingertips now. So it's kind of leveled the playing field for, uh, for anybody who, you know, has the drive, has the motivation, you know, now, uh, the capabilities are available to everybody at their fingertips. You know, I'd like to get your thoughts on that. Like, what do you think of how things have evolved? Yeah, it definitely made everything easy when social media and like now Shopify, you don't have to know coding to make the e-commerce website. Because I remember when I was yeah. like first starting out, I thought you had to like hire a developer and everything, spend like thousands on a website. But like you can literally just go on Shopify. They have templates for you or you can buy yeah. a template. Yeah. And, just blew my mind because my first website was a WordPress and I paid someone like thousands to make it. And then wow. like the site ended up crashing every time we got a lot of visitors. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shopify, like we only crash a few times a year now. So it was definitely amazing in my opinion. Only for the audience listening. I mean, you could see how, you know, the opportunity has fast forward and even from what Sean's describing, you know, if anything, you know, from three, four years back, uh, now even fast forward to today, that, you know, things have evolved and changed where, you know, I mean, the opportunity is just so great. Now, the other thing is, and um, I'd like to get your thoughts on it, because people outside looking in, when they when they hear and they see like, you know, these crazy numbers, they just can't believe, you know, some of these numbers that people are pulling in now, either per day or per month. Mm -hmm. And they immediately think like it's a get rich quick scheme and just, you know, mm. you know, something like that. I mean, uh, did this all happen for you like overnight or did you have to work for you know your business? No, it was definitely a process. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah. I remember just being on my phone all day on my, on Jersey champs, Instagram page, like just 10 hours a day trying to figure out how to grow it, like messaging pages, shout outs, yeah. influencers, like for yeah. a good six months, maybe a year. It's a lot wow. of, work the first year because you got to figure out how to like optimize systemize outsource delegate everything that first year you're pretty much doing everything yourself if you're <clears throat> if you don't know what you're doing which i didn't 
So like I was literally doing all the customer service, all the website design, all the Shopify apps, all the Facebook ads, Pinterest, Twitter. I was doing everything. So wow. Yeah, I had to figure everything out. But I like getting to know it on your own first before you hire people. So you kind of have an idea of uh, what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a really great point for sure. And uh, and then you pretty much probably came up with your own system that worked. And then now you probably have you know people working for you or maybe virtual assistants that are working for you to, to yeah. handle those things. But along the way, you know, you were doing it. You learned what it what you need to pull together. Um, but I mean, you know, so for the audience, you could see that, you know, he was putting in the hours, treating it like a business, you know, right. <laughs> and, uh, and then now just getting the results from there, which is just so awesome. Man, that's great yeah, stuff, man. For sure. I'd say everyone watching, like figure out what you're really good at and double down on that and then outsource everything else. So now I have someone that does my Facebook ads, customer service, graphic design, Twitter, mm-hmm. Pinterest, all that. And I just focus on the influencers and the Instagram stuff. Wow. Wow, man. That's, that's great. Great stuff. And you, you know what? One of the things in doing the research on you that I did catch, and I thought this was like really powerful and was wondering if you could share this with, with the audience because I did uh, catch a part like uh, about your journey and your story of overcoming drug addiction. Mm. And I was wondering if you could share, you know, share that with, with the audience and, uh, and, and how overcoming that and, and how it even impacted like your business as, that you're working on. Yeah. So I definitely have an addictive personality, which can be used in a good way or a bad way. Um, I know in like senior high school, I was smoking weed like three, five times a day, uh-huh. which wasn't all that bad. I was already in college and I was just messing around, but then that turned into like pretty much drinking like three to five days a week in college. And, uh, I guess I was depressed. It got diagnosed with anxiety and depression mm. uh, near the end of freshman year. And then I got prescribed Xanax, which is a drug that you can really get hooked on really quick. Like by the third day you're hooked. So wow, wow. Uh, I just remember like a month went by and it felt like a day. Wow. When I got off it, I was having like severe withdrawal from it. And it was really tough to like completely get off it. Uh-huh. And, um, ended up having like a partial seizure and like getting uh, rushed to the hospital. And that really like opened my eyes because I uh, could have died that day. Wow. So and just pretty much don't do any drugs or I try not yeah. to drink. Uh, maybe a few times a year I drink. So, yeah. Know. Yeah. No, man. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that with the audience. And like, how did that like impact your business? Were you at during that time where you were already starting your business or was this before? Uh, yeah. So it was, I was just starting out. I believe when I had that seizure, I think it was winter break of sophomore year. So uh-huh. we had like, I believe 50,000 sales or so. And then wow. I really doubled down from there. I just stopped going out completely and just worked 15, 18 hours a day. And wow. uh, it ended yeah. up working in my favor that that happened to me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, did you, so even before then, like, did you feel like it was, you know, kind of impacting your business, like even productivity and things like that? Did you feel like? Oh yeah. Like- Once you take it, your, your whole day is gone. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause I mean, even for me now, like, I mean, a lot of things that I, that I try to be mindful of is, you know, 
how can I, you know, optimize my, my health. So I have the energy to keep going, to keep grinding, to keep crushing it. Yeah. And, and I could see, you know, something, uh, you know, you know, something like that. I mean, I think, you know, occasional social things are, are fine. It's cool to keep your life in balance, but I know that it does take away from the productivity, right? Yeah. I've been trying to find that balance that you're trying to find this year. Yeah. Tons of Sam Ovens and Alex Becker on like mindset and health stuff mm-hmm. and just trying to like exercise, read a little bit, meditate. So it's, it's tough though when you're an entrepreneur. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a great point. And yeah, I'm glad that you brought up like Sam Ovens. So like who's, who have, have been like some of the mentors and, and like positive influencers uh, in your life? Yeah. So it's changed per year. So when I was first starting out, I needed that motivational stuff and like the basic Facebook ad stuff. So I'd say Gary V, Ezra Firestone, Ben Malal, Dan Da Silva, um, and just being around like Justin and like other people on a similar mindset as me, I think really helped. Yeah. And then I moved up to like the advanced courses after that, like the year after that, like Thomas Barkay, uh, founder has a good Instagram course. Uh, I think I was got into Ty Lopez for a bit there. And then this year has been about like just optimizing my time um, and mindset stuff. So I'd say Alex and Sam have been all I've watched this year and maybe a few podcasts like Ed Milet and Tom Bilyeu. And so hopefully the audience is catching on to that, that uh, I mean, that type of would you describe as both like mentorship and even like self-education, like you're 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 constantly, you know, looking for ways to improve at, at whatever area that you're focusing on. Right. Oh yeah. Constantly. And I love learning on my own. I love, I don't like being taught from like a teacher style. Like I, I did not do that. (laughs) I just like figuring it out on my own. And you know what, maybe even uh, describe that for the audience. Like, uh, because I think uh, like, did you leave college before? Yeah. So, Yeah, I got into Rutgers and I couldn't get into the business school though. So I was in the School of Arts and Sciences and I couldn't pass this damn math class. I think it was pre-calc, which you needed to transfer into the business school. Mm-hmm. And it was the second most failed class at Rutgers. I think the average kid wow. in my class was <laughs> 47%. So couldn't pass that. And then, uh-huh. yeah, just I was failing. I had like a 1.7 GPA because I wasn't motivated. I was taking all these classes that I wasn't interested in. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. But yeah. at the same time, your business was popping off. At yeah, the same so time, would you say? I was just starting out, actually, so it wasn't like popping off. But okay, um, we had a, like tens of thousands of dollars, I think, by then. But okay. When I dropped out. We, I think, we just did over a hundred thousand dollars in sales, and like twenty thousand of it was profit, I believe. So I was like, all right, if I drop out and take this full time, maybe I can make like. 50k this year which is more than enough to live off of so i just went yeah. out of time. at least you know having something going at, at that level i think is pretty good so i mean there's so i get the question a lot you know there's a, a young audience that uh will you know they're trying to decide you know should they go to college or or you know should they uh you know drop out and i i try not to answer it for them number one <laughs> but number two I mean, I don't think there's really any right or wrong, but really it's more about being honest with yourself. Mm. And, uh, and I like the way uh, Jordan Welsh had, had, had described it. He was just like, you know, I mean, you know, he already had something working, you know, it's not like he just 
left college for an idea. He had mm-hmm. something already in motion, something already working. And, uh, and, you know, he believed that if he put more time into it, that it could become something greater, uh, which, which made a lot of sense. So I would say, Love it. you know, and even with what you had going, you know, even, you know, relative to today, you know, yeah, maybe that 20,000 profit wasn't, uh, you know, pop it off to you now. But I mean, I'd say anybody else is just looking to get started. You know, that's a, that's a fucking great thing right there. <laughs> so that's, yeah. You know, and so with what it means is that you already have something in motion, you're already grinding it out. And I would say, you know, you know, anybody would be understandable that, you know, okay, you have something in the works here and it's worth putting more time into it and, you know, shit. And, even at this level, you know, you can go back to school if you ever wanted to, to kind of finish off your last year or two, mm-hmm. you know, if you ever choose to, it's not like it's, it's not like it's gone forever, but yeah. you gave your business a chance and now look at where you brought it to. Yeah. Everything comes full circle. So we'll see. Um, maybe if they let me in the business school, I'll consider it. <laughs> <laughs> well, not to say that you have to, but like, I mean, Hey, you're, 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 uh, I think they're going to be learning from you now. And, uh, yeah, and the reason why that their, uh, I'm sorry, I'm on their website now. So, oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was saying they're, they're probably going to make you like an honorary, you know, uh, I don't know what, what word that they use, but I mean, I was talking with, uh, with Jordan and I was asking him about his, like, he was at speaking at the UCLA business school Yeah, and, and he was just like, you know, here he is speaking to the college business school. And he was just like, you know, he probably wouldn't be accepted, you know, academically because he's, you know, but because of his, you know, venture into his business and experience, you know, he was there, you know, sharing his actual, you know, experience and working knowledge, which, uh, which I think was really awesome. So, yeah, I think that's awesome. I'm speaking at BYU next month, which is my first college. So I'm super pumped because yeah, colleges should, uh, like I think marketing classes should have someone come in like once a week maybe and teach them like actual stuff that's working instead of all that textbook stuff that's outdated. Exactly. Exactly. And I think we're going to see more of that, you know, for sure. Yeah, I hope so, so. I would love that. So yeah, I mean, hey, you guys are paving the way for sure, man. Like this is just really awesome stuff. Really great to watch. And, you know, I appreciate you kind of sharing, uh, sharing your journey here on, on the podcast for sure. Yeah. So so what would you say to, you know, maybe the newbie that, that, that's looking to get started, you know, and the, maybe they're interested in, in drop shipping or maybe they're even interested in print on demand and, uh, and if they're looking to get started. Yeah. So I would thoroughly like either find someone that's already done it and have him sort of mentor you, maybe work for him for free for a bit, learn a, a bunch of information, whatever he's doing. Mm-hmm. Or just watch YouTube videos, um, courses before you get started because you're going to definitely need to know how to do some sort of social media marketing, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest or whatever. Yeah. Uh, drive traffic, Google. So I'd say study either one of those or a few of those thoroughly and then just test it out. Um, I know when I started, we had a pre-order model. So basically I didn't have a lot of money. So we were selling the product before I had it. And that really helped my, uh, help me get off the ground. Cause I don't know if I would have been able to, just order a hundred jerseys to my house and then pray they sell, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm glad that you touched on that because, um, uh, cause that was even a question for me because with what you put together being custom jerseys, uh, that's not, that's not something that you can print on demand. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's something that you're making the investment up front first 
and and what you just described, you know, you know, not really having the working capital up front, but you know, taking that pre-order uh, route, uh, which allowed you to be able to uh, you know, purchase uh, enough. But you know, maybe describe that. So, like, you know, building uh, those custom jerseys. I mean, that's not print on demand, right? No, yeah, I wish I didn't even know about <laughs> uh, POD back then. Um, so there's not many that do it for jerseys anyway, so it would have been hard to yeah. find. But yeah, basically, I knew I wouldn't. It would be a huge risk to just order a hundred jerseys, like because I've never, I didn't know the market that well at the time. So I just put it up for pre-order for like a week or two, and we yeah. ended up selling, I think, eighty or something. So then I just ordered that. Wow. Already had like four grand, I think from the orders and then just spent a grand or so on ordering them and then shipped them out. So, wow. And I took, I think we made like 1500 profit after all the ad costs and stuff. And then I just kept uh, making new designs and growing the bank account from there. Man, man, really awesome stuff. So hopefully the audience caught onto that. And that's probably a part that you want to re-listen to is just like that little glimpse. You find something in the area that that's basically underserved. Like, I mean, I would say, you know, with what you did was what people would call like a blue ocean kind of strategy. Right. Mm. So it's, it's just kind of like, you know, you, you, you tapped into something that nobody else did before and, and was able to strategically get in into there and reach uh, eventually like an, an A-class celebrity. And then all of a sudden, like you said, things just started growing <laughs> from there. But yeah, I'm telling you, just work. Once you get that one, like I like, I've seen this so many times. Once you get that one, you can literally just go from there. And every single month or year, you'll just work your way up and up and up, and you'll eventually be dealing with the Kardashians if you just do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's so awesome, man! Yeah, for sure. And uh, and then Sean's proof in point. Yeah, def- definitely doing it with Jersey Champs. And, you know, one of the other things that I did catch on in doing the research was the stuff with that you're doing with uh, Clout Champs. Uh, would you like to speak about that? Yeah. So basically, um, I realized after working with so many influencers and celebrities on the jerseys that a lot of them don't have proper like social media management. So we started um, getting controls over their Facebook and Instagram pages and like putting a full content team on their stuff. And Facebook has monetization on their videos similar to YouTube. So mm-hmm. we just take a percentage of that. But we also share the videos within our network. So we got about 50 million followers on Facebook now since we're running some big pages. So what we'll do is as soon as they post on their page, we'll share it to all our other pages. And we can pretty much generate like hundreds of thousands of views on any good video just through our network. And then from there, it can go viral with people sharing it and stuff. And Instagram is going to be rolling out monetization soon for IGTV. So oh, we're wow. that and we're pumped. And on top of that, I'm throwing these, uh, I told you earlier, the free marketing uh, like conferences and on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. So that's also part of Cloud Champs, just growing my network, meeting cool people. I love awesome. connecting uh, people with each other. For some reason, it's just like a passion of mine. It feels good. And uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Other than that, we're just growing our network there and um, keeping an eye on TikTok. We might incorporate that into the agency soon. Wow. Wow. Man, that's awesome. Yeah. And I think you touched on a few good points. And uh, and before we jump, so like 
what's the best way for the audience to find out more information like about the events and, and to learn more about cloud champs? Yeah. So my personal Instagram, Sean, Mike Kelly, I post them on there. I'm having okay. one next week in Jersey and then hopefully we can have one in Chicago next week when I come. Hey, all right. Yeah, for sure. And then, uh, the other thing was, um, and, and I like that you touched on that and even to, to even hit it, uh, harder with the audience is that, you know, you know, maybe even talk about that, like the importance of, of networking and, and how did, you know, how has that been impactful in, in your business? When you continue oh, yeah. Amazing. I mean, it's been a regret of mine not doing it sooner because, uh, the first year I kind of just isolated myself in my mom's like basement the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once I started networking, it just opened so many doors. Yeah. Um, going to these events, like slowly working my way up. The people I used to like look up to now I'm friends with just from networking awesome. up there. Um, and it's, I think everyone should be doing it, whether it's over DMs or at these conferences, because you never know how they can help you yeah. you get in business with them. So I think it's amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. So hopefully the audience is catching on to that. Is that, you know, um, especially when plugging in and, you know, and finding a group that you can connect with, whether if it's online or if you're fortunate to be, you know, near a city that that's having uh, the events, but I think it's really powerful and, and everybody, you know, especially the successful ones have done it in some fashion, uh, you know, kind of networking, helping to lift each other up because I mean, the space of, of e-commerce and, and, and business, you know, you know, can be a little isolating if you're not out, out and, and plugging in. Mm-hmm. And, and I think in, in Sean's, you know, journey, you could see now that he's not only, you know, plugged in to lift up his own business, but then it led to opportunities. Like you had that, you know, that joint venture on delicious working with Christiana and yeah. probably so many others. So you could see, you know, even in, in Sean's journey that, you know, that, you know, it's been beneficial in so many ways that, uh, that, and I like that you said that, that, you know, you wish you started plugging in earlier. (laughs) And then now, even that you're, you know, already crushing it at at a really high level and you, you're still making it a priority to, to stay plugged in. Right. Oh yeah. There's always another level. I mean, I don't know if you saw Dan Fleischman just launched that hundred million mastermind. Oh, okay. No, I didn't catch that. No. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so check it out. It's it's in, it's insane. I haven't seen anything like it. There's 22 coaches, and all of them have done over 100 million dollars in sales. Wow! Um, and yeah. it's a hundred thousand dollars a year to join, and I'm highly considering it. I think that that could be the next level for me. Wow, man, that's powerful. Yeah, so you can see, you know, for the audience, there's many different levels to get in, and you know, if you're just getting started, then you know, you know, to plug in find a mentor in, in so many different ways, like Sean described, you know, whether if it's YouTube events or things like that. Uh, and then as you grow within your own personal journey, you know, you'll find that next level mentor that, that you want to help get you to that next uh, goal that you're trying to achieve, mm-hmm. which is just so awesome, man. That's great stuff, man, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. So, you know, one of the other things that I did catch, uh, and it seemed like it was one of your most recent ventures was the stuff related to CBD. And I know that that, you know, getting more popular and stuff like that mm-hmm. over the last year or two. 
you know, maybe describe that for the audience. What's, what's going on there? Yeah. So huge advocate just cause personally I've used it and seen results. I would never like promote something that I haven't used. I mean, uh-huh. I had severe depression, anxiety at one point pretty recently. And I don't know if it's solely from CBD, but I'm pretty much almost cured now. Like I used to have to like leave my house with it, but now I could just leave it at home. And it's just wow. so much. It helps you sleep. It helps you just stay calm. Wow. Um, yeah, it's amazing. I, I want to see more studies on it. But I mean, for me personally, it's been very effective. And now are you like uh, positioning in as far as business wise? Like, uh, is it, uh, is there any uh, like business opportunities that people should be mindful of? Uh, yeah. So Shopify just announced, I don't know if you saw on their Instagram a few days ago that they now allow CBD merchants. Wow. Wow. No, I didn't catch that at all. Yeah. Yeah. They make <laughs> on everything. So yeah, yeah. You can now sell it on Shopify legally because it was sort of a gray area for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I know my one friend just purchased cbdoil.com for a quarter million dollars and he's going to be, I think, making tons of money off that. So it's exciting. Wow. Wow, man. So yeah, you know, for the audience, you got to stay current. Things are, are evolving and, you know, we can see, you know, even the rules changing state by state and you can see how things are, uh, things are evolving and, you know, hearing that as far as the latest news in Shopify. So yeah, that's awesome stuff. So <laughs> I mean, now today, I mean, you know, related to, you know, business rules changing, you know, companies, policies changing, um, I'd say, you know, shit, it seems like things are changing every month, you know, would you <laughs> say so? Or even- Yeah, it's so hard to uh, keep up with Facebook ads because they just keep changing every, more like every week, honestly. <laughs> almost, yeah, I almost want to start saying, you know, things are changing like every other week or so now, <laughs> like there's something new, um, but uh, so, you know, that, so that's something to be mindful of and it's good for a lot of reasons because for those that are keeping a pulse on the market and the industry, you know, and you can, you can jump on some of those opportunities and, and at least be able to position yourself and, yeah, uh, uh, to an advantage. So that's great stuff, man, for sure. Yeah. So I'd say for the audience, you know, a way to stay in tune and plugged in is also to keep watch of Sean and uh, and the stuff that he's doing so uh would you what's the best way to follow you uh would you say instagram yeah sean mike kelly and like definitely everyone that dms me i'll i'll respond to that yeah oh man that's awesome stuff for sure well man hey i really appreciate uh having you on the podcast and uh I, you dropped a lot of value here today and then i really appreciate your time and uh oh actually it just reminded me um is it cool to follow up you follow up with you maybe uh into next year have you back on the podcast yeah that'd be amazing (laughs) that'd be cool that'd be cool to have you on the show sure and um all right so um i want to give you a chance to uh, leave some closing remarks with the audience so i'll let you take it away yeah so man lately i've been getting into books so i mean just do whatever works for you some people like audio learning from audio some people like reading but i think learning super important Cause when you're out of college, you're not really learning anymore. So you got to like stay up to date with everything you touched up on trends. I think trends are super important. A lot of our top selling jerseys have been huge trends. Like that happened the day before. And we had a Jersey released like the next day, like for instance, Grambe, Trump, or if someone wins like the NBA finals or something, you try to stay on top of that quick because you only have a certain time window 
where the buyers are going to be hot. So you want to yeah. make sure you get really on top of that because the longer you wait, the worse. And yeah, just keep crushing it and take your Instagram seriously. Keep an eye on TikTok. Um, there's a lot of attention there right now. Even if it does die out eventually, there's still tons of attention and it's super easy to get views on there right now. If you literally upload a video with zero followers, you'll get like hundreds of views. So I think um, <laughs> keep an eye on that. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, and I'm glad that you mentioned that, you know, staying on, on the edge, very important stuff. Well, thanks again, Sean. I really appreciate your time, brother. It's been awesome. All right. Thank you. So I want to thank you for listening to this episode of Tech Money Talks. I hope everything was helpful and thought-provoking and somewhat entertaining. If you want to learn more about this topic, please let me know so I know what to focus on in future episodes. My goal is to teach people how to make money with the opportunities that technology can bring. And if you like this episode, please show your support by subscribing, leaving an awesome review. And in the meantime, you can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. My tag name is Tech Money Talks. Thanks again. I'll talk to you in the next episode. Peace.